Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. So y'all have heard me talk about mindset with Megan and how I'm so passionate about helping people break free from thought patterns that have created strongholds in their life. And I wanted to share the company that has really helped empower me to get to this point of wanting to help other people change their lives like they've helped change mine. The company is called Voss Coaching Co. Their mission is to arm people with the information to change their lives and infuse them with the belief that anything is possible. They give specific step-by-step instruction, holding you accountable to actually do the work and help you live a life of excellence consistently and long-term. They are passionate about helping you live your best life. And I'd love for you to check them out. You can find them at VossCoachingCo.com. And I hope you join some of their free webinars. They also offer personal mentorship, elite group coaching, and corporate coaching. So check them out and let me know what you think. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Hey, sisters. Hey. Hey. We have an honored guest here with us. We have our dad. Welcome, dad. Hi, girls. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, Papa Rick. For those who don't know him, his name is Rickford Charles Redmond. And yes, his parents made that name up, Rickford, but he goes by Rick. <laughs> when I was younger, it was little Ricky. Yeah, Ricky. Yeah, born in New Orleans. And I feel like all your New Orleans family still calls you Ricky. <laughs> they do. So yeah. does Classmates from Jesuit, a lot of them call me Ricky. I don't know why that sounds funny. So funny. Love it. Well, Kristen has a game for us to play. Are you ready for this, Dad? I guess. I get a little worried about what her games are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first part is just a game to kind of get to know you a little better for our listeners. So this one should be easy. And then we're going to play a rapid fire questionnaire and you have to pick one of your ch- children as the answer. So um, the first game should Talk be. about only girls or including Brian? You can, Yeah, well, he's a sibling, so you can say Brian. So we'll start with questions to kind of get to know you better. So my first question is, what did you want to be when you grew up? When I was, uh, I, I don't remember as a little kid at five or six, knowing what I wanted to be, but in third or f- fourth Fourth or fifth grade, I uh, I really liked biology, and I decided I wanted to be a dentist. Oh, so you knew that early on, huh? Yeah, I wrote a paper on the back then. They called it pyorrhea. Now it's called uh, periodontal disease in fifth grade. And I, I kind of like and I liked wow. reading about it. And I thought, well, dentistry might be a good thing to do. I always liked the uh, biology. So yeah, well, for those that don't know, Dad was a dentist for how many years? I'm still a dentist legally. Well, practicing dentist. <laughs> From 77 to 95, however many okay. years that is. Okay. All right. As a child, what were you most afraid of? Well, I was afraid of when I was growing up in New... Uh, I stayed a lot at my grandparents' house in New Orleans, and they had this guy that... The house is attached to a restaurant and bar, and they had a guy that took helped them run that area, and he comes scare me and call... And his name was Jocko. And he'd put on some mask 
What? He scared the he scared the hell out of me when I was a little boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would be sleeping there with uh, my mom, my mother's mother, and uh, you know sometimes they'd be up working, I'd be still sleeping, and he'd be walking around the just to freak me out. And his name was Jocko, so. I was always afraid I was going to find this guy when I was ever wherever I was. So I always wanted a light on when I slept. But then as I got older, I realized it was a joke. And then I like it to be perfectly dark now when I sleep. I don't like any lights. So yeah, you're very afraid particular of somebody named that. Jocko, but I got over it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> that is so funny. I've never heard that before. Me neither. We're learning so much. All yeah. right. <laughs> Jocko, the weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> he was. <laughs> okay. What family member has had the greatest impact on your life? I'd probably say mom. Okay. That's nice. She, uh, she had a huge impact on my life. Yeah. I wouldn't have had any of y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. That makes what, sense. what other ways did she impact you? Well, you were, y'all got married just for the listeners. Our mom was 19 and dad was 21. So I was what 22. Other, Hang on. 22. Oh, 22. Yeah, my bad. So what ways, other ways did she impact you? Well, she taught me what not to do <laughs> because I did, you know, I think I was still growing up. So was she, she's a much more level headed than me. I was a little bit of a risk taker. So she would kind of calm me down a little bit. Yeah. Leveled each other out. <laughs> Yeah, we're kind of opposites, honestly. Yeah. Y'all know that. Yeah. I don't know if you'll remember the answer to this, but what did teachers say about you in report at parent-teacher nights? Do you remember? <laughs> well, growing up, I was in, I went to Catholic school, so it was nuns. I don't think we had that many parent-teachers meetings back then. You know, it was either you were doing good or you got kicked out one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Very so, black and white. <laughs> I think I was pretty quiet. I mean, I was a good student. Yeah. In grammar school or what y'all call grammar school. Yeah. I didn't really get in much trouble. Wasn't there it. a story, Dad, that you've shared, I feel like, with Kai that something about once when you did get in trouble by a nun and you got hit or something? Oh, oh, that was in, uh, no, we had this one nun that would get mad and throw erasers at, at the students. You know, like the eraser board thing. They had big boards with erasers. And she was mad at somebody else and she threw it and hit me. Oh, <laughs> I'm by mistake. Innocent bystander. Yeah. Uh, so. Did she apologize? Yeah, I guess she did. I don't remember. Oh, you know, it was okay. probably about fourth grade or something. Oh, my gosh. Okay. When did you know you wanted to be a father? When did I know? Uh, Jill and I, well, after we got married in the first, second year, we knew that we wanted to have kids. Yeah. So we talked about it a little bit. And then, you know, we didn't. She, we didn't have any kids for three or four years, and we didn't use any birth control or anything. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a little TMI. <laughs> you didn't know, like, as a kid. Like, it wasn't like you always knew you wanted to be a dad. Oh. Oh. I thought you meant after I got married. No. Like, when did you know as a person that you wanted to be a father? <laughs> I probably was probably it was after I got married. I didn't think about being a father when I was a teenager. <laughs> it's a very guy thing to say, I feel like. I know. You're such a dude. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite way to relax? Favorite way to relax. 
Hmm. You got some questions there. <laughs> Usually, you know, when I watch, I like to lay down and kind of just watch TV. That's one way to relax. And I usually fall asleep if it's in the daytime. I, I tend to stay awake later at night and sleep easier during the afternoon. Hey, like I, what? I feel like I should have taken naps when I was being a dentist. You can't take naps. You got to do your job. I feel like I thought your answer was going to be massages. You get massages like once a week. I don't say once a week. I get them a lot. That's a, that is a great way. I mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy getting a massage. That's true. Wait, Dad, also, what about your nightly routine since we were itty-bitty of getting in the hot tub every night? Oh, yeah. Y'all remember more about what I did than y'all me did. Yeah, I got in the hot tub almost every night. You're correct. <laughs> we had a hot tub right off my door. Even with the, you know, we've lived, we I live in the same house since 1981. When we first built it, we had designed it to be what it is today. And back then, we had a hot tub on a little wooden deck right outside the door. So you're mm -hmm. right. I used to go in that hot tub. You were uh, the second baby born. Mm -hmm. Lauren, you were the first one born in that house. Yeah, mom, you know, was, pre mom was pregnant with me when y'all moved in. Right. She was real pregnant when we moved mm -hmm. in. And so the house, we lived in a house before that where Brian was born. Mm -hmm. But then we moved to this house and we did build a, a little hot tub from the beginning. We had a hot tub. Yeah. And then over the years, as it got remodeled and expanded, we built a new hot tub with a pool. Yeah. But you're right. I did go in the hot tub a lot and relax at night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was nice because it was quiet and the moon's out. And I'm kind of a night owl anyway. So Yeah. But when y'all were growing up, I had to go to bed because I had to get up in the morning. Well, and you were a dentist, so you had to get up. Well, I never yeah. had I never had I never saw a patient before nine nine a.m. <laughs> that was my thing. So as y'all started playing sports is when I had to get up earlier, actually, or, or school. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What but, achievement are you most proud of? Hmm, what achievement I'm most proud of? I Honestly, I think I'm most proud of my kids. That's the achievement I'm most proud of. Thanks, Dad. Aww, thank yeah. you. All of y'all have just been great. You know, I, I never in the wildest dreams thought I'd have about to have nine grandchildren. There's no way. Really? I thought that was going to happen. No. <laughs> no, I never thought that. Oh. I think that was my greatest achievement is watching y'all grow up and do what you do. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. That's a good answer. I like it. <laughs> what qualities <laughs> do you most value in yourself? I like to have fun. You know, I always think it's fun to have fun and look at life more from a, the glasses half full not half empty yeah and i'm i'm real um if i if i have a task i try to get the task done as soon as i can and do it as best i can yeah yeah you're I'm very really, positive yeah I'm, I'm positive i'm usually not very negative and sometimes my positivity would make me do, do take risks that i shouldn't have taken and jill would calm me down that way so i took a lot of risk i've taken a lot less as i've gotten older so when i say risk i'm talking about business you know, mm -hmm. starting a business or taking a chance on something you don't know if it's going to work or not. And yeah. Several of them worked and several of them didn't. You know, my dad taught me Mickey. Y'all, I don't, Kristen, I don't even know if Megan knew Mickey. Megan was a baby whenever your dad died. I was in, I was six years old. So Kristen, okay. Kristen wasn't born yet. So the one thing old Mickey said, he was a his self-made man. He graduated from high school. And he said, hey, you know, in baseball, if you're good 30% of the time, you're a superstar. And he said, mm -hmm. in business, if you're good 60% of the time, you're a superstar. 
So I've had businesses that have done great, and I had some that didn't do too good. Yeah. So he did, yeah. He did. That's one thing he told me a long time ago. Yeah, I think that's one of your greatest characters is you're not afraid. You're a risk taker, and you don't let fear or anything hold you back from pursuing anything, really. Yeah, it's been kind of the way I've done things all my life. Yep, yeah. I agree. <laughs> well, you definitely passed that on to us, I feel like. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Next question. What is your favorite story to tell? Man, there's a lot of those. The Mahua one you love to tell every time you see my friends. <laughs> I just get a kick out of that. You want me to talk about that one? I've, there's so many of them. Well, I think the Mahua one's a good one. Let's talk about that a minute. So okay. I ended up one of those risk takers I did. I was by a part of a dive resort down in Mexico on the Caribbean side, down by a Belize border called Mahawal. And so the, the idea was to people would go dive there and they, we had a restaurant bar swimming pool. And so the girls, Lauren's girl, uh, when Lauren graduated, every girl, that every kid that had when we graduated, we went on a trip for their graduation with their friends. I did it with Brian. Yeah. I did it. I did it with all of y'all. All of y'all. Yeah. Uh, so it's essentially, instead of doing like our school sponsored senior trips, mom and dad would always take us on like a smaller group of our friends to wherever. And we went down to Mexico. Yeah. We went to Playa del Carmen mm-hmm. where we have uh, condos down there still today. <clears throat> and then uh, part of the trip was I was going to take them to this neat place in the jungle called Mahawal. That's what it was, it was a jungle. It was a little rough to get there. And the girls were. They were like, where are we going? Because it looked like we were going nowhere. I mean, it was a ways away. It was probably a three-hour drive from Playa del Carmen. Mm-hmm. You know, you drive through these little towns where you see guys with machine guns, you know, making – and that would – y'all comment on that. But then, so we get down to this jungle area, and we're driving, and it, it's real dense jungle, and y'all – all the girls are like, where are we going? And I'm like, oh, don't wait. It's beautiful when we get there. So we get there. And we're staying in these little casitas, we call them. <clears throat> and they're all concrete so they can withstand the, any hurricanes. And I think when we first opened the door, there was some lizards in there and everybody freaked out. <laughs> there wasn't just some. There was like hundreds and they were like <laughs> mating or something. <laughs> anyway, that was the beginning. And they had to stay. In, we had two casitas because we I had one that... We had two rooms in these things, and I think we had another friend give, let me use another one, so we had enough for everybody. And so the big deal was to go uh, snorkeling to this island 18 miles off the coast from where we were, and it's called the Chinchoro Reef. <clears throat> so the day we decided to go, I had the boat set up, so all the girls, and I think, Lauren, you and I had learned how to scuba dive, right? Yes. So we're going on this trip with, uh, I want to say Amber, Elisa Ivy, Kristen uh, Perry, Anna Gingrich, Lindsay Ronga, and mom and me and you. Yeah, we take out the boat. We get out about a mile or two, and the storm starts coming in. And y'all are like, let's go back. And I'm like, no, the storm's coming this way. So it's better to drive out to the reef because we'd be in the storm too long. So it starts raining and it's real rocky. It's like we're in, we're going to go over and the girls are freaking out. I mean, some of them are throwing up. One yeah. Slipped and hit her head. 
And I, it, it just watching y'all, Jill and I were looking. It was just so funny to see who could handle this situation. Yeah, and I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, me too. Because so once you start, when I start laughing, I can't stop laughing. The girls are like, "No, go back, go back." I said, "No, <laughs> go forward, Captain. Go forward." <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, Mom used to always say, like, each of our little personalities totally. Oh my god. It was hilarious. So anyway, finally, the storm, we got through it, and then we got to the reef, and it was actually beautiful there. Yeah. The water was perfect. Most of the girls were worn out. I don't know. I went snorkeling. I don't think we did any scuba diving, but. I don't even, last time you told the story, I was like, I don't even remember getting to the island. Like my <laughs> Yeah, we got, we got there. Yeah. yeah, I think my memory just blocked it out because the the ride there was so hilarious. <laughs> I don't think hardly. I, I only think about three of y'all went swimming. The rest of y'all were just worn out. Or yeah, I think everybody else. Or, and worn, yeah. it was horrible. So yes, but uh, I thought it was just funny because I was not gonna go back till we got. And I really do think we made the right decision to get through it because otherwise, <laughs> going back, the storm gets worse sometimes yeah. as it gets to shore. Right. Oh anyway, that was one. The other story was, Kristen, were you around when I got stuck in the deal with the upside down trying to stop a water leak at the house? Uh, yes, Megan and I were both there. And... Best, best story ever, but scary. <laughs> yeah, That's scary. the one where it, we had a septic. Well, we had a well and a water tank in the, in the house. It was originally a garage, but at this point in time, it was in the house where the laundry room is. All of a sudden, we heard this noise. It was the middle of the day. I think I think it was on the weekend. I don't remember because I was home. And I saw water coming out, and I realized it was a leak, but it was way down between the tanks. So I, I thought I could get in there, and I got my finger in to stop the leak. But then everybody was laughing, and I started laughing, and I started falling Worse and worse down into the your belly stuck. I, yeah, I got stuck, but I had the, my finger in the hole, so it would stop the water leak. You were completely and, you know, upside down, and nobody could get me out. So I, the water is building up, and I thought I was going to get electrocuted. So I said, "Call the fire department." And by the way, my, Megan and I were not laughing; we were crying. Oh. Was yeah, laughing. Well, well, I think Jill was laughing and I was laughing. But. Yeah, she goes, go get the camera. Megan, go get the camera. And I was like crying. I was like, is he going to die? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the fire department gets there and one of the firemen we knew was Norris. He was there. <laughs> it was a lot. It was like EMS. There was, so, there was like multiple fire trucks. And police and everything. Oh my god! And the water had got to be about five or six inches deep. I mean, it was bad. And my yeah, finger. Well, mom, had, mom had Megan call nine one one, and she was like, "It might help my dad. I think he's gonna die." No, so <laughs> mom, mom called like she was trying to just call like four one one, like trying to get somebody to just come help us and not make it like a huge deal. But I guess what she told me is they misunderstood because she was saying how they have a well and that he was stuck. And so they thought she was saying he was stuck in a well. Oh so my God. Oh, that's why so many came because they misunderstood what she was trying to say. <laughs> that's anyway. like, so that's so on brand for the Redmond household. <laughs> so, they had to pull me out of there. <laughs> 
And then I guess there was a turnoff, you know, where you could turn off the water. And I, I didn't I didn't know where it was, I guess. And so they just turned off the water so the leak stopped. And they're I think everybody was laughing at that point. The firemen were like, Are you okay? You know, I think I cut my arm or something, but <laughs> yeah, but Megan was so upset and mom loved to tell how Megan would was like, Mom, the firemen are making fun of dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's because Mike Norris there and he knew me and he thought it was pretty hilarious. Yes. Like the whole neighborhood showed up at that point. Like all our neighbors was over. Like it was like a party because everybody was, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, we had the police, oh we had the EMS, we had the fire department. Yeah. That was back in the good old days, everybody showed up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Definitely on brand for our family. <laughs> Chaos. Well, that, that was pretty pretty crazy story there. So Okay, so I want to talk again about the little juice shot that I've been taking daily called Magic Mind. It's really been great for my mental focus and energy throughout the day. And it has, supports immune system, which is great. Lauren, what do you think about the Magic Mind drink? Well, funny you may ask, because I'm drinking it right now. And I just really appreciate the flavor. Some of these things that I've had in the past just don't aren't my favorite tasting things. But I can genuinely say I love the flavor and definitely prefer it chilled. It can be drank either not chilled or in the fridge. I do yeah. prefer it from the fridge. And then I also just like that you can take it alongside your coffee. So I like to take it out whenever I have my cup of coffee, shoot it, and then finish my coffee. So I love it too. Yeah. yeah. I hope you guys will try it. Uh, you can visit magicmind.com slash slept in and you'll get 56% off your subscription. Also, you can get 20% off of a one-time purchase with our unique code slept in 20. So go try it out and let us know what you think. Yeah. Okay, Dad. So I'm gonna hop over. I'm gonna do a rapid fire questionnaire. Do you know what that is? Yeah, you said just say who's like who or something. So I'm gonna say a question and you have to say one of the four kids. And it's supposed to go kind of fast. So you're not supposed to think too hard. Okay. Let's see what we do here. Okay. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Who spends the most money? Brian. Yeah. Who has the best style? I'd say Megan. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who would you who would you call to bail you out of jail? Uh probably Lauren. Okay. I thought it'd be Brian. Okay. He might, uh, he's hard to get a hold of. Yeah. <laughs> who is the who is the most rebel child? Most rebel child? Well, yes. as I've gotten older, I found out Brian was the worst. <laughs> but I, I caught Megan and Kristen the most, and I don't think I caught Lauren that much, but I caught Brian <laughs> once, but I think Brian was more of a rebel child. <laughs> Who got in the least amount of trouble as a child? Uh, I'd say Megan. Okay. Who is the funniest? The funniest? Uh, I'd say Kristen. Okay. I think Kristen's pretty funny. <laughs> Um, who is most like you? I'd say, well, I'd say Kristen and Lauren are most like me. Kristen's probably now most like me. <laughs> I don't see Lauren as much. I talk to Kristen more. I don't know why. <laughs> Megan and Brian, Megan and Brian, their coloring and their, you know, mannerisms are more like mom. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So physically they look more like mom. And whereas y'all look more like me. Kristen and Lauren, but um, mm -hmm. maybe that's why I said that. 
I don't know. Well, my next question is who is the most like mom? Who's the most like mom? I'm going to say Megan. Okay. Who is the most athletic? Well, I'm going to say Lauren. I think Lauren's the most athletic. Well, Brian's not going <laughs> to like that answer. <laughs> Tennis champion. Oh, uh, yeah. I leave tomorrow yeah. for national. Oh, you're going tomorrow, Lauren? That's good. Yeah. Love it. Who is the pickiest dater? Pickiest dater? Yeah. Like pickiest with dating. Man, I... That'd be a good question for mom as far as the girls go, because they all kept me in the dark. Uh, <laughs> I had no clue what who was doing what. I'm going to say, I think Megan might be the pickiest dater. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't date really? many people, so that would make sense. I think Megan was the pickiest dater. <laughs> okay. Who is the best dancer? Well, I'd say Ryan is the best dancer. No, yeah. he's going to love it. He's pretty good. Who is most likely to fart in public? <laughs> uh, that'd be Kristen. Oh. <laughs> I'm be Lauren. Oh, Lauren what? farts? No. <laughs> she doesn't do it in front of her family, so she'll like randomly do it. like Not in public. Just <laughs> private. Just private. Kristen, you burp and do everything in public. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That reminds me when I was little, dad was like, you're never going to find a husband if you burp like that. And I said, yeah, my husband will just like my burps. <laughs> well, yes, I like and, my and you found, found, you found them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Who is the messiest? Who's the messiest? Wow. Y'all are all pretty organized. Uh, I'd say Megan's the messiest. I was, I was going to say me too. I was like, probably me. I feel like <laughs> y'all are all super organized and I'm pretty yeah. organized, but compared to everybody else. We got three little rugrats running around too, so it's kind of hard to keep up. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is the craziest? The craziest. Yeah. That's gotta be. That's Brian. He's the craziest. Yeah. Y'all are more grounded. Yeah. <laughs> the girls. Okay. That well, that ends my rapid fire questions. I think you did a pretty good job. Way to go, Dad. All right. Well, I'm on. I'm on today. I'm on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think my other question was going to be like, what, what, what's it like having three daughters? I feel like as a dad, that's kind of like, oh wow, that's a lot of girls. I think Bobby's going to get get to learn that. And Brian. I think it's Brian too. Both Brian and Bobby have three girls. That's right. Well, you know, mom helped that out so much. You know, she, she dealt with y'all a lot more, and I dealt more with Brian. Because, like that's like such an answer for your generation. That's so I funny. Know. Well, like. You know, if you were having a period or something, I didn't, I didn't know about it until way later than when it happened. <laughs> so, uh, were you, you know. scared, were you scared to have three girls, or were you know? I feel like most dads would be like, "Oh, I'm a little nervous to have that many girls." No, no, I was never, I, I was never like nervous about it. You were really involved though in other ways in our life, like, mm-hmm. like you're a very involved, like supportive dad. You were at yeah, everything. sports, and uh, I try to help y'all in school, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, studying and that kind of stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we did this with mom when we got to interview her, so I think we should do it with you and just spend some moments telling you just anything, but what we appreciate about you or our favorite things or something like that. So, Dad, one of the many things that I just as I look back, I'm 42 now. And as I 
look back on my childhood and life. And I think that I just appreciate and love that you always made me feel like I was capable of doing anything and everything in life. And being only two years younger than Brian, I felt I always wanted to do anything that Brian did. And I never once felt that I wasn't capable because I was a girl or I was younger or whatever. Um, And so I feel like you just instilled in me um, that attitude of going for whatever I wanted. And I think any idea I ever threw out there, I don't ever recall you or mom, like knocking it down. You were just so good at um, just feeding into whoever we were and who we wanted to be. And you were like our biggest fan. And that's how I always see you. And also just what you kind of described yourself as, I think passed on to us, just the positive thinking. And you would lay down with us at night for bed and say, I think I can, I think I can, I know I can, I know I can. And that'll always just be passed down for generations for us. Cause, um, it just, I feel like that positive thinking and mindset just made such a huge difference for all of us, even to this day. So thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) My mother was real positive with me. So I probably got that from Nola. Yeah. She's a very positive person. Yeah. Yes. So sweet. Well, um, I feel like Lauren took the words out of my mouth. The, I think I can, I know I can. And just like the unconditional love, it was never a question, no matter anything, like if we got in trouble, anything like that. I never questioned if you loved me or any of us. Mm -hmm. So you just gave that gift of unconditional love that God gives to us. You gave it to us, like in turn to us. And that's just such a gift. I don't think a lot of people have that from a father and a mother. And so we're very, I think it just created like a generational legacy that we will keep going with the unconditional love through with our kids. So, and you're just an awesome grandpa to Papa Rick. They are obsessed with you. And yeah, I just, I love you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all kind of said everything I was going to say. Yeah. I just, sorry. I know. I just feel like my whole life, um, you were so supportive and you were just so hands-on and I never felt like, I felt like you always knew who I was and accepted who I was and loved who I was, um, no matter what. And like Lauren said, like was my biggest fan and you and mom. Um, and that's just so important for a child, you know, and a kid to just feel seen and loved for who they are. And that's how I felt my whole life. And like Lauren said, no matter what I wanted to do, which I had a lot of crazy ideas (laughs) of what I wanted to do, whether it was selling rocks to the neighbors or singing or whatever I wanted to do, y'all were, you were a hundred percent supportive and made me feel like I could do anything I wanted to do or put my mind to, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is so awesome. Like that we had two parents that were like that. I just wanted to add one last thing. Cause I don't even know if this was intentional dad, but cause I think it's just who you are and anybody that knows you and knows your heart loves and adores you, but it, you're just like so, such a unique person. And one thing that you possess that is just super cool is you truly like, do not care what other people think. 
<laughs> and I think that that's not everybody has that. Um, and I think that, I don't know, I feel like in a lot of ways you kind of pass that on to us in certain ways. Like we all might struggle with that because we're human, but I don't know. You just have this extraordinary like ability to. Well, and mom, loved least... that. mom loved that. Yes. Cause she, yeah. she grew up like where you did care what people think. So she would always say too, that you, no matter what, where you're a hundred percent yourself, it didn't matter who you were around who like you were always who you are and no, no one or nothing could change that. And that's really rare. I think. Mm-hmm. I think people, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. okay. one, one thing I told your mom way long a time ago is you'll never be bored with me. We'll mm-hmm. be doing something all the time. We're not getting, this is not going to be a boring life. No. I don't like people just sit around and look at each other. <laughs> well, and you're still going strong at that. So yeah, yeah, I am. It's, right. it's, yeah. Ad, it's admirable. Mom thought she was going to live till a hundred, but I think it, might be you, Dad. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm going to check well, on my knees here in a minute. Um, well, it's so funny you say that, Dad, because Michael has literally said that to his family about me. Like, he was like, one thing I know with Kristen is I'll never be bored. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we passed it on. Yeah. So I, I remember, guess- you know, Megan, uh, she always, went, she went to college. She In college, she was always wanting to go to Italy or where she traveled all over the world. Yeah. Before she graduated. Yeah. So she didn't want to be bored. Now she's got three kids. She... Never <laughs> bored. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm just tired. <laughs> now oh, you just yeah. want to be home and sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be, I want to be bored now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> You're worn out. I got yeah. It. Awesome. All right. It's well, amazing. Well, thanks for doing this with us, Dad. We love you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That was great. Love you, Dad. Yes. We love All you right. so, much, well, so um, much. Okay. Well, I'll see you. Uh, I guess I'll see most of y'all when Thanksgiving. Yeah. Maybe in Nashville. No, y'all are coming at different times to Nashville, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You'll see me <laughs> maybe having a baby. Yep. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I got a lot going on in Mexico right now, so you need to have this baby. <laughs> All right. Oh well, my God. Be safe on your trip, Dad. All right. I'll uh I'm just going down there real quick and getting this done and then I'll be back. And then uh unfortunately I'll miss the Ranger games, but I think it's better because when I'm not there, I think they do better. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, love y'all. What else? Are we done? Yeah, you're good. You can head out. Love you. Bye. Yeah, I gotta get going. Okay, bye. Have love a good you, What do I do to stop it, or what do I do? Just X out of it. All right, love y'all. Bye. Love you. Bye. bye. I forgot to say, I love that he has finally stopped every time I call him. He'll instead of saying, "What do you?" He used to say, "What do you want? What do you need?" Yeah, just accepts my phone calls. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. So funny. Gotta yeah. love him. Well, that was fun. Yes. That so much fun. fun. Um, we'll have to do it again. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we will. Should we pray out? Thank you, Jesus, for our family. Thank you for our dad. And thank you for your unconditional love. Thank you for just a generational legacy and impact. 
And I just pray that we follow in your direction and show us how to further your kingdom on earth, spreading your love and your grace. I pray that our dad has a safe trip in Mexico. And I pray just total health and ease of mind for Kristen as she goes into delivering Kinder, our amazing nephew. And I just pray that everything goes just easier, simple, beautiful, more than we could ever imagine. And that you give just Kristen an overwhelming peace of mind going into labor. We love you so much, and we pray for all of our friends and family that are going through hard things, that you just show up with your presence and meet them right where they're at and give them peace. And we love you. Thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Bye. Love you, listeners. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of Girl I Slept in My Makeup. If you like us, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girlisleptinmymakeup.com, where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And yeah, make it a great week. God bless.